Hey sis, welcome to Humbly Hustling Female, a podcast where we encourage and empower women. We celebrate them. We talk about their struggles. We talk about their successes. We encourage and we empower you to tell your story because somebody needs to hear it. I'm Chris, the host, and I'm glad you're here. Hey, 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 it is your girl, Chris. Welcome back to another episode of A Humbly Hustling Female. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm so glad that you came back to listen to me, to hear me rambling on. Um, It means the world to me, seriously. But let's just jump right into it, guys. So today, um, I guess you're probably looking at the title of this podcast and wondering what in the heck is this girl talking about? Slow feet don't eat. And exactly how it sounds that's what it means. Slow feet don't eat. And I've been wanting to do this, um, this episode, actually, I did it a while back. And it just the sound was just like trash. And I was like, ah, on to the next, whatever. Um, And then I thought, ah, you know, some people probably don't want to hear this, you've heard it before. But again, you know, everybody's experiences are different. And so I decided to just go ahead and throw my little two cents in there. Hopefully, this will help somebody out there. You may already be doing this, you know, But here we go. So basically, you know, and this is coming from a woman's perspective, as always. (laughs) Um, But women, you know, um, there comes a point and I'm going to kind of use, you know, my situation um, as the scenario here. But um, I'm first of all, let me say this. I work full time. I am a full time healthcare worker. I um, I work Monday through Friday. Uh, 7.30 to 4. And um, I've been doing that, gosh, forever. I used to go into work even earlier than that. But I've always worked. I've always had a full-time job. I've always worked. I've always had some sort of side hustles. I always had some sort of something going on, okay? That's just in my nature. My mother instilled that into me. Uh, my mom was a single uh, parent who worked her butt off. Um, she always had great jobs, but you know, it was always that we needed that little extra or not even so much that we needed it, but she wanted that little extra. So she got out there and she did little, um, had little side businesses and she really, you know, she, she did her thing. And I learned from that and I'm very thankful for that. But, um, like I was saying, I have a full-time job. I am a full-time worker, but there came a point for me when I became separated, I went from having two incomes down to having one big difference. Um, For me, anyway, in my household, it was a very big difference, okay? And so sometimes, you know, when life throws you that curveball that we all get at times, your finances change. And, you know, your first thought is, okay, you know, do I get a second job? Do I go out here? You know, so on and so forth. And, you know, for me, that was a thought. I'll be honest with you. Just get a second little part-time job, come home, get off, your your babies aren't small no more. Go to that second job, bada bing, bada bang. Now, that's always an option. But that was not what I wanted to do. Um, partially because, you know, working in healthcare, some days you come home, hey, you're cool. Some days you come home and you're exhausted. Um, I also was in a car accident a few years ago, um, head on collision, and I banged one of my knees up pretty bad. I tore it like in three places and I never got it repaired because I'm a wuss and I 
did not have surgery. So these knees sometimes I I I I feel it, okay? So that was like my last resort on the back burner, okay? But I sat down, I said, you know, girl, you got to make some extra money. You got to bring some more money into this household if we're going to keep things rolling and think, you know, keep things going and keep things afloat. Now, mind you, it's not like how it used to be. You know, uh, I had to cut a lot of shopping out. I had to cut a lot of extras out. And that's okay. Sometimes you have to do those things. And I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. I know in due time, I'm getting those pieces of this puzzle back together and bam, I'm going to be back out there doing what it is that I want to do. But like I said, second job. Okay. Yes, that's a choice. I really wasn't feeling that. I put that that's down at the bottom of the list. There are other ways out there, ladies, that you can contribute. You may be a woman who works full time, who works part time and you have money coming in. Or you may be a stay at home mom who wants to just bring in a little extra cash to help around the house, whatever your reason may be. Okay, whatever your reason may be, there are ways for us to go out there and get it. Like I said, this whole COVID thing has brought out so many entrepreneurs, so many artists, so many people are like, you know, putting their work out there. And I always try to support small. So I'm going to say, first and foremost, if you can, if you have a hobby, if you have a craft, if you know, if you're um, you're crafty with things, you can make things. Try to sell those things that you make. I mean, it's very easy. Um, There's so many, you know, um, online is the way to go. Social media is the way to go. Websites are so inexpensive these days. And a lot of people have actually been very successful at doing these. You know, you can sell your handmade items on Etsy. Um, There's just so many, you know, different opportunities. And again, I'm just going to run through these very quickly. Just remember, however you choose to sell your handmade items or your items or what have you, there's always costs associated with it. There's always fees depending on what platform you want to sell it on. So just keep that in mind. I'm not going to go into detail and break all you know that down. But if you ever have any questions, please hit my DM because I've pretty much sold on every site that I think <laughs> that I can think of off the top of my head, even though there's new ones that are constantly coming out. So, but anyway, but yeah, so that's always an option of selling, you know, the things that you like to do. I mean, I, I'm like loving seeing all this creativity. There's some of my friends, I didn't even know that they could do some of this stuff. So I'm just like, okay, hey, kudos to you, you know, then of course, I'm going to have to say, and I actually should have put this one first because this was my first thing that I did. And I actually did this before I was separated, but it's reselling. And a lot of people think, oh, reselling. Okay, you're just selling other people junk. You're just selling this old stuff. Like, I don't want to be going looking for this stuff. There are so many different ways to resell from people going to the Goodwill and finding things to people buying pallets, to people doing all kinds of things. There are so many different ways. If going to the Goodwill and going to the bins is not your thing to go and dig for those treasures, there are ways that you can purchase. You can purchase brand new. There are so many different options out there for you. And I actually started reselling way back in the gap. I think I started like in 2006. And at the time I was, I was uh, still married and I just wanted some extra money because I worked full time, but I wanted extra money. I just wanted extra money to take the kiddos out. They were small then, you know, we wanted to do some extra um, activities. I wanted to just, you know, just be able to splurge a little bit with the kiddos. 
And I'm always a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And so through that, what I've learned through all those years, starting about all the way back from 2006 and for what I've learned from people, when I really, really needed to kick in and settle down and say, this is not a hobby, like you got to put this in full gear, I was able to do that. So when I did separate from my husband, I was able to use my reselling as a source of income um, to help pay an extra bill, to help, you know, do things and so on and so forth. So I'm gonna have to say that's actually my number one. I went out of order. I do apologize, but I'm gonna say number one. And because also for that, for reselling, it's such a small startup cost because you don't really have to have any money to start it up. You can go in your closet. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna put this out there. We all got something in there that we cannot fit anymore. I don't care what it is because I know myself. I hold on to clothes like nobody's business. And I will try those clothes on knowing doggone well, I'm never going to be able to put my behind back in those clothes. So we all have clothes <laughs> that we cannot fit anymore. Hey, you might even have some shoes you can't fit anymore because our little feet sometimes <laughs> stretch. But start with your own items around the house. These platforms, they they won't charge you until, you know, you sell your item and of course they'll take a fee. That's 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 just how that's how the world goes. So, um again, a little disclaimer, everything you choose to sell on will collect a fee. Always uh pay attention to that, read it and find out what ex- what fees you will um exactly be charged for. But, like I said, number 1 reselling. Zero cost simple. You can do it with your cell phone. You don't have to have a lot of equipment. Bada bing, bada bang. Make you some extra money, okay? Um, secondly, uh, I'm going to put number two as far as selling your 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 arts and crafts or your homemade items and all this stuff. Um, that is like, you know, that's like... That is like really the trending thing right now, to be honest with you. And I almost sometimes prefer to buy stuff from people because I don't know, it just feels like it's just made with so much, so much care. I don't know. It's it's just me. But anyway, so reselling, selling your homemade, um, your, your, uh, your arts and crafts, your homemade things that you make, so on and so forth. And then, okay. Um, we come up to number three. So I know you've seen this a lot out and about where people are doing ebooks they're writing ebooks they're telling their stories i wrote a little small ebook um nothing big but yes i did write one it's on amazon um now you don't necessarily have to choose to put it on amazon you don't have to go the route that i did that was just the easiest for me because of the fact that you know um i just didn't want to I was lazy with it, I guess you can say. I'll be honest with you. I was lazy with it. Amazon was was the easiest way for me, and that's what I stuck with. Okay, but there are so many other options. You can sell your own book. You can have your own website, put your own book on there, you know, take your profit, so on and so forth. There are so many different avenues. You can do the eBooks. You can do courses. You can do how-to. If you know, you know, kind of going back into that craft thing, if you know how to do something, you can offer a class to teach that, like an online class, and people can pay for that. So you just have to really get creative with it and, you know, just try to make it work for you. You know what I'm saying? And then, Lastly, what I'm going to say is there's so many other little things out here. Like there's Instacart, there is uh, Amazon Flex, there is um, 
shipped. And those are all, you know, the shipped and the Instacart are all like delivery order places, you know, where you go and you grocery shop for someone or you pick up an order for someone, you drop it off. Amazon Flex, you go, you use your own vehicle, you pick up some packages, uh, you go for a couple of hours, you drop them off, and then you get paid a set amount. Um, me personally, I have never done Amazon Flex. I have spoke with people that have done Amazon Flex, and um, I've heard good things and I've heard bad things. Now, you always get your money, so that's that's a plus, okay? Um but again, I guess it just depends on if you are that type, you know, if you want to be going and dropping off packages and doing this and, you know, dealing with all that kind of stuff. So, again, do your research, people. When you want to do something, read about it, ask questions, like, you know, find out more about it before you just jump into it. Um, Instacart and Shipped, I can say that I have done both of those. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about them. I don't, um, necessarily prefer one over the other. Um, I, and it, and it's crazy because I don't even like to grocery shop. I hate grocery shopping, but I was getting paid to grocery shop. So that made it a little bit different. Um, but like I said, I did do both of those, um, at, uh, at one point, uh, and again, it wasn't bad. You go, you, you you accept some orders. They tell you how much you're going to get paid. You get tipped. You go, you have grocery lists or, you know, you may even go to like a Target or like a pharmacy to pick up something. And basically you drop it off to that person. So pros and cons against that. So, you know, one of the pros is, yes, you get paid uh, same day and you get access to your money, you know, um, and you can kind of plan your day out. You take what you want to take. You work at your own pace. If you want to get out there and hustle your butt off because you want to make a certain amount that day, do that. If you don't, you just want to go make a few bucks, then you want to go have lunch, then you want to go to the mall, you can do that too. There's no, you know, like you're tied into it. It's none of that. This is all at your own pace. The, um, the the things that I did not like about it is for one, I always feel like when you do any type of service like that, you know, you are putting wear on your car, of course. Um, and you know, for me, I'm 46. Like I said, I had a knee, I have a knee injury. Um, a lot. I I tried it. I tried doing it like a, you know, when I get off from work, I would do maybe one or two orders. And that was fine. Weekend comes, I said, you know what, I'm gonna just go full force. I'm gonna do it all day long, Saturday, all day long, Sunday. By Monday, your girl was tired. <laughs> like I was tired, tired. And not only was I tired, but my knees were killing me. So um, yeah, I uh, that quickly kind of faded away. And then when I sat back, and again, it goes back to my trusty old reselling. Because when I sat there and I added that money up from those Instacart and shipped. And then I, you know, figured out, hey, I can put as much work from home into my reselling and make that same amount. I may not get the money right then and there, but, you know, within a maybe few days or a week or so, I'll get that money. So that's what I've been leaning more towards, you know, when it comes to like the extra money and things like that. But I just wanted to make this little quick um this quick uh, uh, episode just to kind of throw those things out there because I know so many people have questions. And like I said, I didn't go into great detail. Last disclaimer, do your research, folks. 
um, YouTube everything. When I started doing Instacart and ship, I YouTube like a thousand videos because I wanted to see the good videos. I wanted to see the bad videos. I wanted to see the do's and the don'ts. I wanted to see how could I make the most money. I wanted all the info. Um, and I did that, you know, that's what I did. And I gave it a try. I gave it a try. And, you know, ultimately it's not really for me. <laughs> um, you know, but it's there if you need it, just put it like that. Or if you need some quick cash, I should say, um, Amazon flex. I did not. I, uh, I just, I, I didn't do it. I just decided I was not going to do that, but I still resell. And that, um, has come through for me in a pinch many, many times and it's still coming through. Um, and yeah, you know, if you're listening to this and you guys have any questions, um, definitely my DMs are always open. You can leave questions, um, through the podcast, all of my social media is there. You can, you can also, you know, message me, um, I would love to hear from you guys, but I just want to throw these things out there because I know, you know, sometimes things can be rough and, you know, as a woman, as a mother, sometimes, you know, we have to make those sacrifices. And those are just some things that we could do that doesn't really necessarily take us out of the house too much and could provide, you know, just, you know, that little bit of extra cushion for us. So I just kind of wanted to throw those things out there. I know you probably heard about all of this stuff, but um, just sometimes when you hear from somebody else or you hear from somebody who's actually tried these things, then it kind of is like, oh, okay, you know, maybe I could do this or maybe this won't work for me. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, um, you know, to do this. And like I said, back to the, the, um, the title, you know, slow feet don't eat because, you know, you can't be out here lollygagging in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Because the bills are going to keep coming. Uh, the refrigerator is going to keep getting empty. (laughs) You're going to constantly be needing gas in your vehicle. And along with all the other things that we need, you know, and especially we're not even going to discuss if you have kids, you know, the different things that comes up with that. Um, I'm fortunate to where mine are older now, so they don't require as much, but, you know, they they still need mama here and there. And I, I, I do like to try to, you know, help my kids out here and there. But, um, yeah, so that's basically, you know, what goes behind the slow feet don't eat because we got to keep it moving. You know, you got to keep it moving because when you slow down, that's when it's like, man, you know, and I never want to be in that situation again or find myself in that situation again to where I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? So I hope this has helped someone out there. Um I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys coming back and listening to my episodes. I want to give a shout out to the reseller community um, and to all the females out there that listen to my podcast um, and that have shown me so much love. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I want you guys to also be on the lookout because my daughters and I will be starting a a true crime podcast. And I'm super excited about that because along with supporting women and, um, you know, motivating them and encouraging them to tell their stories, I'm like a I'm honestly like a true crime, like junkie, like seriously, like I really get really deep into thinking about these things. So I'm really excited about starting that. And so please look forward to that. And, um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's, that's, I'm, I'm excited. I just, I can't say enough about that, but anywho, um, and again, DM me with any messages, any thoughts, any show ideas, uh, any topics. I love to hear from you guys. I love, love, love. Yes. I love 
you know, I love to hear from you guys. I love to hear your ideas. And not only just your ideas, I love to hear your thoughts because this is something new for me, guys. So mind you, you know, I love to just hear people's opinions. So I'm very open to that. Again, I appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by and listening. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to support me. And I appreciate that. I'm very thankful. So just remember to stay safe out there, ladies. And until next time, stay humble. See ya.